Hello, fellow entrepreneur. Welcome to the Spiritualpreneur Podcast, your go-to podcast for business coaching with a spiritual twist. I'm your host, Haley Kay, energy healer and intuitive business coach on a mission to get you ridiculously excited about driving your business forward. Being a spiritual business owner brings unique challenges that you probably didn't encounter in the traditional nine to five. Selling yourself and your gifts, letting go of control, trusting in the universe, and believing in yourself and your inevitable success. You have valuable gifts to share, and I want to help you use them to create the business of your dreams. We're about to embark on a life-changing journey of spirituality, business, and expansion. So let's begin. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Spiritual Printer Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Kay, and this episode is a human design reading that I did for my Aunt Penny. I've been thinking about my Aunt Penny a lot. It was her birthday this week. She's coming to visit this weekend, and so I thought it was perfect timing to post her podcast episode. Um, Something that I wanted to share as well in the intro before jumping into the interview we did this interview a few weeks, um, maybe even a couple of months back now, it's been a while, and not long after doing this episode together and talking about um, our gifts and how to hone your gift, but we, we learned that we actually had a great-grandmother who read Coffee Grinds, and neither of us, I know I didn't know this, uh, I don't think she did either, and we, just new information that came to light. So it's actually part of our our family lineage. So I thought that was really interesting that having that conversation then brought that information to light. So I would love to know what you learned from this episode and what comes out of it for you. So- this meaning is being recorded. Am I muted? No. Oh, okay. I think it's fine. Okay. Hi, Penny. Hello. (laughs) How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So like I was just telling you, most people I ask, you know, we talk about their business and I ask what um, information will come out that will be most helpful for their business. So that's why I asked you what you want to learn about, like what would help you most right now. And you said your career, right? Like your your career, where you're going next, what you want to do next. You're kind of going through like a transition period, you know, which I think a lot of people are right now just because of the pandemic. So it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I want to do differently, which is interesting, because most people I just like launch into just giving them facts and figures, which maybe I'll give you some just to give you an idea. Have you ever had a human design reading before? No. My first. And um, have you ever, but you've had your astrology chart read though, right? Yes. So it's, it's similar in a sense that it's based on your time of birth, date and place. And, and it does, I don't talk about the planets necessarily in this reading, but they're part of it. Like they influence how the, how the chart is designed. So you might, you probably, since you had a, an astrology reading before, you've probably heard some of these things before. It might not be new, but it might just be a different way of learning about it, which, you know, is always interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to just 
give you some a few things that you can't see in the chart, but things that I pulled out, and then we'll talk about what you actually see in the image. So with the, the chart, the human design, um, I'll explain it too as we go. But first, first of all, based on your time and date of birth, so you're a generator. Um, there's five different energy types, but a generator is uh, someone they're here to raise the energy of the planet. So basically what that means is you're meant to use your energy to help raise everyone else's energy with you, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, how you know you're in alignment. So, you know, you've heard of the law of attraction, you know about like, like attracts like, your energy attracts to you things. So when you are in alignment with the things that you have asked for, the things that you want, you feel satisfied. So you've asked for something, it shows up, you feel satisfied, you take an action towards it, you feel like that feeling of satisfaction. To know when you're not in alignment is actually the feeling of frustration. So mm -hmm. if you're feeling frustrated, I'm a generator too, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that. Um, but this really helped me because when I get frustrated, it now it kind of like triggers me to be like, okay, I'm trying too hard or I'm like, I'm trying to make something happen that's not working. So I just like take a step back mm -hmm. and wait and just see, see what happens next. Um, there's different ways of making decisions. So for you, your way of making decision is through your sacral, which is basically like listening to your gut. Mm -hmm. So you probably know this about yourself. Like you make decisions based on your gut. It's like, I just know, or I just don't, I, I know, or I don't, you know? And that's it's like, I'm going to do this because I feel it. And that's the way it's going to be for me. Mine is uh, emotional. So it's actually through my solar plexus. It's, it's more emotional where I, I have to know what I'm feeling. So if I'm feeling good, I, that's when I know it's like, okay, this is what I'm doing. It feels good. I feel excited. That's the next step for me. And if it doesn't feel good, if I feel like, like I'm dragging my feet or I feel like angry almost about it, that's when I know that I need to make a different decision. Um, your strongest sense is touch. And actually touch comes up a lot in your chart. I, I've been, it's interesting. <laughs> you'll see why, but it's kind of interesting because I've kind of, as I've been doing these readings, I give them a theme there's been themes mm -hmm. that come up. And for you, I think there's kind of two themes, but one of them is touch for sure. Like this idea of touch. Um, Should I run around telling people to touch me? Touch me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you might not want that. You might not want certain people to touch you. <laughs> Especially during COVID times, yes. Um, but for manifestation, for example, because this is what mm -hmm. I like to bring into these things, because you want to manifest things into your life. Um, mm -hmm. One of the ways to really get into the energy of what you want to create is the feeling of touch. So for example, if you want to attract luxury into your life, think of things that you can physically touch that give you that sense of luxury. Mm -hmm. So like, for me, it's like soft blankets, or, you know, like fancy teas, like something you can touch and hold in your hands, right? Mm -hmm. um, so if you want to manifest money, actually physically having cash on you is a good way to attract more. It seems, I don't, I don't know if it seems a bit, a bit odd, but actually there's, oh, um, there's a, a game that I learned how to, to help manifest more money. I learned it from Abraham Hicks, if you've ever heard of them, but 
um, they say to keep money in your wallet, like a hundred bucks, for example. And then just whenever you open your wallet or whenever you go to like reach for your purse, just kind of remind yourself that you have that money physically there. And even if for you to touch it and like, you know, just knowing that it's there, it's, it's kind of like that energy of, of having is what's going to attract more to you. So a lot of people think like, if I say I want money, that, that should mean I'm attracting it to me. But actually sometimes what happens is we're too focused on like not having it. So we create more of not having it. Mm -hmm. So by physically actually having it and seeing it and touching it is, is going to give you that kind of like, it's almost like a feeling of relief or, or see what kind of feeling it means for you. For me, it's like, if I want to buy something and I'm like, oh, I have that hundred dollars in my wallet. It's just that, that energy that feeling you want to be in to then attract more to you um every everybody has an environment I don't know how many environments there are to be honest but there's different environments of where we kind of like thrive or where we feel most at home where we feel most ourselves and yours is mountains which didn't really surprise me actually because mountains <laughs> are places where you can get perspective so anywhere you feel like you're like gaining clarity, gaining information. So that's why you like places that are like fun and exciting and, you know, like going, we were just talking about this, going to um, the African lion safari and like mm -hmm. being around different animals is like being around, again, we were just talking about this, different animals have different energies of their own. And so being mm -hmm. around animals can give um, that energy that you might be lacking within yourself, animals can actually give that energy to you. It's so interesting. Mm -hmm. So like for me, I find my cat gives me um, that like feminine receptive energy because she's, you know, she, like she just wants me to like lays around and pet her or my dog gives me that like fun loving energy that's like he wants, like she wants, she wants to like run around and play, right? Mm -hmm. So and, like lions give you uh that's so weird. I, like I was seeing a lion yesterday when I was thinking about you. Lions give you uh, that energy of like courage. You know, mm -hmm. lions kind of represent like pride and, and courage. And so if, if that's an energy that you feel maybe you're lacking in some ways, being around the lions, I don't know, because you work there. I don't know if that was like a time in your life when you felt that, you know, being around those animals. No. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, sorry, mountains off, off top, mountains, anywhere that you really feel like when you go there, you, you feel like, cause having fun is a really good way to attract to you as well. Like places where you, I know you really like to like have fun and enjoy yourself. That's oftentimes where you probably are getting more clarity for yourself because you kind of get out of your head into your body, you're having fun, enjoying yourself, picking up information, learning from other people. You're probably picking up energies from other people and things. And so that's, that's why um, that's a really, uh, what are you trying to say? Conducive. The energy is very conducive for you. Mm -hmm. I've been doing a lot of paddling on the river. Oh yeah. Yeah. How do you feel when you're, when you're doing I it? I love it. I yeah. love it. This yeah. Feels like I'm going, I'm going again in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Fun. It's amazing. And then when you come to visit, we'll go uh, kayaking. Oh, that'll be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. And they, your mom said that there's more kayaks, so. 
Yeah, she got more kayaks, so more of us can go out. And um, her and my sister saw beaver the other day. Aw, that's I cool. Know. I want to see the beaver. <laughs> I just don't want to see a bear standing in front of me. Oh, I have yeah, I haven't really seen those yet. There has to be bears there. Is there bears there? I don't know. I I don't know if there is, honestly. Yeah. I've seen like deer and nice all kinds of things. I saw a coyote here down my street the other day. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. We have we have coyotes, so I'm like right downtown. You've seen where I live. And we have a coyote problem here. And we have a wild turkey problem. Oh, oh yeah, I've seen tons of wild turkeys. Yeah. I feel like I've seen way more of them just in the last little while than ever before. I know. I never heard of them in the city before, like the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. I looked them up actually because I saw a family of them. Oh, the babies are so cute, the little, little little baby turkeys. I looked them up because I was wondering what they represent. And they represent um abundance and like the physical earth. Mm -hmm. Like uh they they really they're very resourceful and like using the earth. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> Funny that we got into a topic about animals. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now I'm going to go into the actual visual of the chart and, but I want to ask you, and there's a reason that it will come up in a minute, but what, when you look at the chart, like what kind of stands out to you, what jumps out to you? I don't know, <laughs> like what's supposed to jump out? Just if, any, if anything. If it anything. kind of looks like a necklace. <laughs> A, a what? <laughs> a necklace. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like a pendant. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I know what you mean. But anything specific, like, it, there's no right or wrong answer, but like anything when you first look at it, like any of the, the centers jump out at you or anything like that? Well, the brown parts, right? Mm -hmm. I guess stand out when you first look at it. Yeah, it's kind of like, you actually have a lot of of, so the brown you're referring to is like it's the shaded ones um and you actually have quite a few of them shaded so if you look at mine I don't think I send you mine but mine's the opposite I have a lot of unshaded in mine <laughs> oh I see so this was made specifically for me yes yeah oh okay sorry I didn't realize that okay yeah it's kind of like at work we did a thing called the disc profile I don't know if you've ever done the disc profile I've heard of it and yeah it's kind of similar I was the only one who went to extreme extroverted during times of stress. Everybody else went to extreme introvert. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder if that that has something to do with this. Huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's similar. What, yeah, what I noticed about yours is a lot of it is very shaded. A lot, it's like there's a lot that's really defined, except you have two completely open centers. So the two that are all white. So a center is basically the, the bigger shapes, right? Those are your energetic centers. And I'll go through each of them. But the two that you have are the solar plexus, mm -hmm. which in human design is known as the emotional center. And then the heart in human design, they call it the ego center. But in my mind, it's like the heart center because the, the heart, you've done chakra readings with me before, but just just a reminder, like the heart and then the higher heart is kind of like 
two components of the heart. So I see the heart is like the green, the green color, and then the higher heart is the pink. Okay. So your heart and solar plexus are completely open. So the difference between a shaded and an unshaded is what they call defined. So when it's shaded a defined center, it really what it means is that you have access to that energy from within. So especially as a generator, you generate that energy really easily, but everybody, whoever has a, anything like the shaded or the dark numbers is that energy they just have consistent access to. So they can just generate it within, it just comes naturally. It's like those natural skills and abilities that people often have. And the unshaded are the ones we don't have consistent access to. So what happens when we don't have consistent access? Typically, when we're born, we first look to our caregivers. So our typically our parents or caregivers to provide us with that energy. But if they also have inconsistent energy, you know, it can, it can waver. So then we go to like the next best thing. We might look at friends. We might look to other family members, like look to certain people to help us with those energies. And so that's why sometimes people feel in certain areas of their life, a lot of inconsistency because yeah. when you're around someone who's generating that energy and you're picking up on it, you are like picking up on it from them and you can use it to your advantage. And then you go away from that person, you might feel like you lose that energy. So if that makes sense. Do you have any questions so far? Makes sense. No. No? Okay. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm, a I'm a good listener. <laughs> you are a good listener. Feel free to jump in and ask questions though, because it helps me to, to learn learn yeah, what I'm talking about and and sometimes I think I'm rambling you know like I just start talking and sometimes I think like this isn't making any sense but if it makes sense good you okay. know I will I've done it to you before yeah, like I don't I don't I don't get this yeah <laughs> and if I don't get it I will either literally look like I don't know I'm fading away or I will literally go I, I don't get what you're saying yeah good good that's good tell me <laughs> Okay, so I'll start from the top and go down. So the first one is the head center. So for you, it's undefined. I'm showing the people. Oh yeah, you can do that. If I put it on my podcast, they won't see the video. So that's oh. why I'm trying to be as specific as possible. Oh, okay, okay. But if you wanna ever watch this again, yeah, you'll, you'll have it. So- Hello, kitty. Hello, butt. My cat is just all over me for this one, huh? Hello, but cats can sense other energies, like different energies. I... It's true. Certain people that I talk to, she has to be part of it. Like she has to be in the screen and she has to be part of the attention. But other people, nowhere to be found. So interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. So your head center undefined. So what the, what that typically means, what I've noticed with uh, other people who have open or largely undefined head centers is that they're very open-minded. So they're open to other people and their thoughts and opinions and ideas, um, which is really great. The flip side of that can sometimes be that they pick up on other people's thoughts. So sometimes that's a good thing. It might give different ideas and perspectives, but sometimes it can be, you know, kind of negative. So something to, to do to help counter that is to ask yourself, is this my thought to think? Like, is this my thought to process? So it's happened to me before. It's, like, it's, it's funny that you're saying that. Sorry, I'm interrupting. No, because that's, that's actually a new thing with me. So sometimes I get a thought 
in my head that is not how I think, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's almost like sometimes it's a conservative thought, or which I'm not conservative whatsoever, or it's a, or it's a or it's a like it's just a thought that is not me. And then I've learned that that thought comes up, and I think it comes from like a collective energy of like this is how some people think, and yeah. then I have to go wait. <laughs> this is not my thought. Do not let this come out of my mouth or it will make me look bad because it's not my thought. It's someone else's. And then I have to like <laughs> wait till my thought comes and the reality of how I think it. I don't know if that makes sense to you. It makes perfect sense to me because I was going to yeah. actually share a story. I've shared this story before, but I, I literally had, I was at volleyball and all of a sudden I had this thought, what a bitch. And I was like, I don't, I don't think that like I don't you know like it, and I don't even I didn't even have a reason to think that like it yeah. just came out of nowhere and I was like what the heck and it was so jarring to me because whoever thought it must have been really mad yeah because <laughs> it came so forceful and it was so jarring to me that I was just like what the heck like I had no choice but to ask like I was like what is going on and then I realized that's not my thought it was like and it was someone else's and yeah. so that's really cool that you know that so if that happens to you, you can just ask, like, is this my thought or is this mine to process? And sometimes yeah. that's enough to just make it go away. It's only been a recent discovery for me, to tell you the truth. Like, I, if I have known this for years, I wouldn't look like as awful of a person as, you know, you think you do in some situation. Yeah, because you know? sometimes, yeah, and you have a defined throat center, so sometimes that means you feel like you have to say certain things, right? Like, mm -hmm. there's pressure for people with defined throat centers to say what is on their mind, and so I, it's really cool that you have realized, like, I don't have to say that, too. Like, that's yeah. really interesting. Well, it's like, that's, but I'll, I'll think, that's not my thought, like, I'm not a conservative person whatsoever. Like I'm using that as an example because yeah. it's it's so extremely opposite to me. And when that happens, sometimes it comes up when I'm watching the news. So then my thoughts are automatically, this is what is going to be thought of this situation. And this is, you know what I mean? And, and that's going to be a negative um, outcome if, if everybody thinks collectively this way. And and, and sometimes you don't realize, well, that's not my thought. This is like something coming and telling me, you know, this is how a lot of people are thinking and, and we need to change that train of thought or I, I don't know. Yeah. And that's why the group think phenomenon happens, you know, because um, when, when collective comes together, even when we're not in close proximity, if there's like a collective thought and a lot of people start thinking it and then people think it's their thought and then it, that's when it gains momentum and starts to grow. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I have, when it starts with you really paying attention to your own thoughts and, and really choosing them is really important. Um, do you meditate? Meditation really helps with this as well. Um, just like sitting in, in quiet and like watching your thoughts. Yeah. Do you really think I could sit quiet and watch my thoughts? It's a practice. <laughs> it takes a while. It's a practice. It's like anything, yeah. it's like anything you have to practice. At first, it's going to feel uncomfortable and not, you know, and like I struggled with it at first too. And then it gets easier and easier as you. Yeah. I would think that I do my own version of how I would want 
maybe like I do lie in bed and just sit and stare and think or just sit and stare you know maybe I I do my own version of it but I don't actually sit down and specifically say I'm meditating because I need my quiet time as much of an extrovert as I am I need time to like uh, rejuvenate and especially when I'm around people who take energy I really need that time to kind of sit and and regrow even I don't know how I you you can say it because like I have a lot of people around me that do a lot of energy sucking and I'm learning to like not allow it but yeah I need to take a mental vacation a lot (laughs) yeah when I do, I do stay, like, I haven't left my house since Friday, because I was like, and normally I'm out, like, every day, but I'm like, no, I need this time to, like, be by myself. Um, Friday was my so. Wow, there you go. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot going on this, well, I say that every full moon, but (laughs) there was a lot going on this full moon, so. Yeah, I felt really exhausted emotionally, and even though I went paddling, and I had a lot of fun, but I came home and I was just exhausted. And then I passed out like for most of Saturday. And then I just kind of piddled about the house and like redid all my clothes. And I've got a bunch of like seven bags of clothes to give to charity and, you know, so many things. So I, yeah, I needed that time. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. You took it. Yeah. Um, But so the so if you look again at the at the head center and just going back there so it's mostly open but you have gate 61. so gate so you can see the number 61 and it kind of has uh some it has two little lines black and brown lines coming out of it so gate 61 gate 61 oh oh, there yeah 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 you see it sorry yeah i'm blind that's okay I'm I'm switching back and forth between my dock and that's better. Okay. Now I can see you and look at my, you need a double screen. I do for my work computer. I do have that and it's very helpful, but I'm on my personal, my personal laptop. Okay. So uh, gate 61 in human design is called mystery. And it's that you're very intrigued by the mysteries of life. And I have this, we have this one in common and I wasn't surprised to find because like you and I will talk about astrology and like all these random, random mysteries of life and things that other people find, you know, some people find a bit woo woo, but I love it. I find it fascinating. It's one of the reasons I really like this human design as well, because I love learning about people and what they've got going on in their energy field. Um, But so you see how it's. So you do this on a conscious and unconscious level. So you see how the the circuit, so that the line that's connecting 61 to 24, you do this consciously, you know you do it, but you also do it on an unconscious level. So even sometimes when you're not paying attention, you're like looking to see like you have that mystery side of you, which is cool. Without access to gate 24, this can sometimes be... um, difficult because the energy is not connecting like your head center to your third eye so the next one in human design is called the Anja center it's the it's like the third eye uh, chakra 
so sometimes the like the mysteries of life they kind of like remain in your head and you sometimes don't see that perspective and like pull it pulling the energy down into it but your Anja center is defined and I'm going to get it you have lots of really cool gates so I said that kind of the theme is like touch, but like another theme for you is that you have this ability to see. I'm getting, I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm excited about it. You actually <laughs> see things that you're very clairvoyant. So you probably like see images and um, even scenes. I'm gonna let the cat out in a second. Because you have a defined third eye, your belief system is a bit, is like what I would say less flexible and nobody has a completely inflexible third eye, meaning your belief systems, everyone's belief systems can change. Like, and our beliefs is what creates our reality, right? So people want to change their beliefs because if certain things in their reality aren't working for them anymore, they're like, oh, if I change my beliefs, then I can change that. So sometimes with people who have a defined third eye, it can take a little longer. So it's not that you might think of it as being stubborn. Some people, you know, that's the dark side of it. People think they're stubborn or they have a harder time manifesting things like, but it's, it's more so that it just takes a little bit, like once you form a belief, it's your belief. Like you, you're very strong in your beliefs, but if you want to change them, you just have to put that like little bit of extra effort into it, if that makes sense. Of really seeing, of seeing in order to believe. So you know how they say first you should believe to see, but sometimes there are people who really need to like see it being played out in the real world. So like if you want to create something, like say you want to create, you want to manifest like a trip, for example, but you're like, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to manifest a trip without spending thousands of dollars. But then you meet someone who's like, oh, I just want a trip from this radio station that will start to trigger your beliefs. Like that will start to shift your beliefs. Like, oh, if it's possible for someone else, it's possible for me too. Right. Yeah. So if there's something you want to create going out of your way to find it, how it worked for other people will really help you. Um, so the next, so I, the, so I really focused on the third eye because I really think this is one of your, your skills. <laughs> so gate this four. My, this is my wrinkle leading to my third eye. Third eye, yeah. So gate four is the unconscious gate. So you can see it's, it's. It, the gate number four is highlighted, but the circuit is brown, so it's it's shaded, but it's the like a subconscious part. And gate four is answers. So subconsciously, you really want to just have the answer to everything. You know, you want to know you want to know before it really unfolds. And that's why this gate's really useful in when I say seeing, you know, for like psychic development, because this gate is actually meant to be used for other people and not on yourself. This is mm -hmm. probably noticed that when you're talking to other people, you probably did this at work a lot, is you could see how they could get better. 
or you could see how things could flow better. You can see you have this ability to problem solve, which is the other gate. I think gate 47, yeah, the next one. Um, you're a great problem solver. You can see what people need to, to take, but with gate four, this you're trying to do this for yourself and it's not meant to be used for yourself. So instead of when you have an inspired idea, for example, or you see something that could be done better or something that you could do for yourself, instead of trying to like plan out every single step, you know, like how, oh, I want this result. So I need to think of every step. That's not gonna always work for you. You have to just take the very first step and then let the, and it's almost like you have to wait Take a step, wait to see what comes out of it. Take a step, wait to see what mm -hmm. comes out of it. Take a step, that makes sense. And that's how mm -hmm. you're gonna get, like where you want to go. But you have to first mm -hmm. take the first step and not try to like plan it out all in advance. Okay. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. No, sorry. Go ahead. So then gate number 47, realizations. You're a great problem solver. You can help others see what the next step to take. So what we were just saying. So those two really go together. But you also mm -hmm. have a gift for translating visuals into a story. So I wrote down clairvoyant. So you probably know this, you're very clairvoyant. You see images in your head, you see things and that helps you tell the story to other people. Mm -hmm. um, a really good way to practice with this is to use tarot cards or oracle mm -hmm. cards because okay. And I've done them for you. Like, I know you, you've done them and you've probably had readings, other readings with people too, because you'll see the visuals and, and certain things. And the reason why I asked you about your chart earlier is because this is a really good skill to start to practice is when you look at something, what jumps out at you right away? Like for me, sometimes if I'm looking at, if I'm reading, when I have a card deck and you, I read the guidebook, certain literal words will highlight, like I can mm -hmm. see highlighting or I can see them like get bolded. So practicing that. Yeah. Practicing seeing things. So seeing like, you know what I mean? Like in the third eye, cause you, you do this. <laughs> You're a clairvoyant, so you get it. Other people might be like, what the heck is she talking about? Mm -hmm. um, but, but I don't know if I knew that that's what it was. I just thought that's what happened. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Not everybody has the skill. So yeah, interesting. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, I wouldn't maybe know that about myself, but I can see what you're saying. Yes. I just thought that's what your mind does. No, not everybody. Because okay. uh, different people have different, like what they call like clairvoyance or clairaudience, the different clairs. So um there's like the four main ones, clairsentience, clairaudience, claircognizance, and clairvoyance. Mm -hmm. and so you you might have access to all four. Like I know I have I have all four, depending on who I'm coaching or working with, I can actually pick up on their clair and mm -hmm. help them because in a way that that's how they they learn. So I pick up on that and then I'm able to help them with that. Um, but I think for you specifically, like clairvoyant is your main one. Mm, the okay. one that you've most probably practiced without even knowing it, right? Mm -hmm. Like you've probably practiced. Um, 
because you have these gates. So gate four, gate 47, and then you have circuit 1762, which I called opinions and details. So again, you have a gift for translating visual patterns into language and helping others within teaching others. So like, like, you, like we were talking about before at work, you probably see things. Actually, mm -hmm. I remembered this story that you told me right before the pandemic started, you were telling everybody to take vitamin D. Yes, <laughs> I remember I walked around and it was to the senior people that I know. And I have, it's funny, I have this TikTok now, it's some lady going, take the D, take the D. And I keep sending it out because that's me. But it was literally, it was November. And I was running around going, you need to start taking vitamin D. You need to start taking vitamin D. Yeah. So how some, you of them even, some of them even contacted me after and was like, that was so weird. So did you had it like, did you see it? Did you just like, was that your just your sacral? You just knew it was just like a gut instinct? Gut, gut. Interesting. It was gut. And it was literally, I don't know, it's like looking at them and seeing that they're gonna need it. I don't know. And then I'm like, you need to take your vitamin D. Cause I don't say it to everybody. No. No, so, you know, and I tell some people and then other people I don't because uh, I, don't, I don't know. Well, actually something also I wrote down to be aware of is that some people aren't ready to hear it. So you might intuitively exactly. pick up on that. Like these people aren't ready to hear the information I have to offer them. A hundred percent, yeah. And, and you, know, you know they're going to judge what you're saying too. Like you can sense it. You're like, this person's going to be a dink about this. So you don't say it, right? So yeah, there's which in so okay, how do I, some cases it is good to pay attention to your gut on that and to be like back off and like I won't tell you know it, it's much better to be invited like asking people questions, it gets them open and then they're open to asking you questions and then you're able to give your, your advice, right? Yeah. Some people are, are just closed off to having, receiving help that for whatever reason. And so that isn't a reflection, like I know you know this, but for anyone listening, that is not a reflection on you or your gifts. So sometimes, especially I know me as a sensitive being growing up when I did have these insights and I would tell people and some people weren't open to receiving them and would up, get upset or tell me to, you know, back off or whatever. And I took that really personally and being like, oh, I shouldn't be speaking up or I shouldn't be telling them, but it's not a reflection of your gifts or who you are. It's just that's part of being human is managing that is man is not to forget who you are but to just remember that other people there's reasons for them going through whatever they're going through who aren't open to your information but it doesn't mean your information is not helpful and so info is best received when it's invited so when people are open and receptive you know in a situation like coaching when they pay you, they're more open to hearing what you yeah. have to say because they're like, I'm paying you for, for help and answers. So I'm going to receive, right? Whereas yeah. it was just some guy on the street. He doesn't even know you from the next person. He's going to be like, who are you? But, but, but I have certain friends who aren't open and I still tell them, but I'll tell them again and again and again and again, because they're my friends and I would not be a good friend without like, I don't care if you're open to it. You're my good friend. You need to hear this again and again. Do you know what I mean? It depends on the person. 
and maybe they need it. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I have a situation in my head and this person needs it, but yeah. she refuses to listen. To listen. Well, and there's nothing okay. I can do about it. But one day I know that one day she will be like, she was right. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then hopefully from then on, she makes better choices. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's funny, certain. Eh? This is actually really important for any projectors because Ben is my boyfriend. He's a projector, and so projectors actually are like considered the wise guys. So they they just have like they just generate ideas and not like they just have knowledge. And he'll tell me things, and if I'm not in the right headspace or I'm not, you know, or I didn't ask for it, I'll be like back off you know or I get offended or I'm like who yeah. do you think you are telling me what to do but now that I've learned he's a projector and when people learn like hopefully people when you you start to I say this I, this is coming out of my mouth when you do start to tell more people about your abilities you're seeing psychic I'm going to just say psychic abilities of being able to see things and more and more people will come to you knowing that they'll be more open to that you know how many people I've told? Three. Two. You and my friend Jay. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And now everyone on my podcast. <laughs> and now everybody on your podcast. Welcome. Welcome to my brain. <laughs> yes. My Aunt Penny, the psychic. Even though it's so weird when you call me Aunt. I don't know why when people call me Aunt. Because you... I don't know you don't normally like it doesn't the only person that does is Amber my sister yeah mm -hmm. yeah I, I find she's the only one who calls me Auntie Penny that's it well I you usually years, call me Penny yeah I did for years and then all of a sudden one day you were like just call me Penny and so I just called you Penny. <laughs> yeah. but if I'm it's talking to someone to else if I'm talking to someone else I'll say yeah Penny, well that makes sense because that's a that's that relates how you know me yeah and true. just like um, for Han and Yusuf, call me Popo Penny. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah I'm Popo There's Penny. Jonah, Jonah does. Yeah, Jonah just calls me Cookie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cute. Yeah, okay. That's weird. Okay. Sorry, yes. I digress a lot. No, this I is apologize. this was the area I most felt needed to be focused on with you. That and your open centers. But I have a couple more things that I just want to throw in and then we'll get into your open. Well, I didn't even put notes on your open centers. I'm just going to kind of throw them out there. But You're going you're gonna to wing it. Yeah. I'm using my okay. intuition. Okay. There you go. So we went through the head, the third eye, which was the one, the most, the big one for you. Um, also gates. So I kind of touched on it. Yeah, gate 17 to 62. You see how you have that circuit? It's fully, so that's that's the area why that's so important. This is a really, how do I say that? One of your highlighted skills that was highlighted to me is this idea that you see things and you have the ability to share it because you have the third eye connecting the throat. You have this ability. Some people don't have that energy of sharing through their throat. So an example of this, if you go down, so the next one's the throat and then see the like diamond shaped one in the middle. 
Mm -hmm. That's the higher heart. This is like the center of love. Um, That's so much one. love. Mm -hmm. huh? I said I, I have so much love. I know you do. It, <laughs> it, it, you do. It's defined. But gate one is creativity. So I don't know if you know this about yourself, although it's in your conscious, is you, you do love to create. You're a creative person. I love ideas. I love merchandising. And I love, I'm redoing my bedroom. Not redoing it, just making it look better. Exactly. And that's creative. That's a create, that's a creative outlet for you that you really enjoy. That brings you, that brings you love. We have this in common, but without gate eight, we sometimes have a hard time telling other people or expressing our creativity to other people. And so that's a gate, like for me in my business, that's a gate. I, and my sister actually has it. My sister Amber has gate eight. Um, the ability to take that creativity and then express it in a way of like selling it or telling other people about it, you know, so that's what a, an example of not having a full circuit can look like. So we have the energy and it sometimes it just doesn't get translated to the other energy centers. So we need other people's energy or I like to make crystal bracelets for people in the energies that that will really help them. Yeah. Um, so that was the one I wanted to mention. Also gate seven, you have gate seven and this is unconscious. So this is really interesting. So gate seven is the supportive leader. People come to you for guidance, ensure that they are open again, this is coming up again, ensure that they are open to receive and allow them to ask you questions because when they ask a question, they're ready to receive the answer. Mm-hmm. So find ways of opening yourself up to other people by i.e. sharing your gifts in different ways so that you open up the invitation so that your intuitive advice can be shared with the people who need it most. Mm -hmm. So does anything come to mind for you of how you can share your gifts with other people? Take your vitamin D. No, I don't know. Anyone don't know. listening to this right now, take your vitamin D. <laughs> Even though the pandemic is, you know, nearing, you know, I don't want to say completion because it will never be gone. But, um, and when I say never be gone, it'll be something, you know, I think that just comes up like the flu, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know, like, I don't know, advice? What are, you, what are you looking for? What is the answer you seek? Okay, you don't need an answer for this. This is really gonna be okay. something to contemplate over the next little while. Just ask yourself how, I'll, I'll see if I can ask it in a different way. What outlets can you, would feel creative to you because you do have that creativity gate what outlet would feel creative and, and, and kind of you maybe would be fun to show people or to start to generate interest in your gifts as a, a psychic or clairvoyant? I don't know. Okay. So you don't have to have, have to think about. And, that, and that's been my problem all along. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. So I'll give you an example for me. 
I, I have the right, like, I have the creativity as well. For me, I've always wanted to be a writer. Like, I love writing. Writing's always been something that I wanted to do. Um, but fear gets in the way. So we'll talk about fear in a second, because it, it does play an important part in this. Fear was always getting in the way, fear of criticism, fear of rejection, fear of what people are going to think about what I write, right? Stuff like that. And so to overcome that fear, you have to start small, starting small in like a way that makes you feel like creative, but also kind of safe, like just a small outlet where you might be kind of fun to just dabble, but to start to share. So for me, it was Instagram. I created not on my personal page. I created a whole new Instagram page, named it something else, didn't have any pictures of me on it, like didn't think anyone I knew would find it, but it was my own creative outlet to like pick pictures and then write just a little tidbit. Cause I, I knew I wanted to write. I tried jumping in head first and being like, I'm going to write a whole book. And then that felt big and scary. So then I was like, I'll write a blog. But even that took me, you know, a little while to really wrap my head around. Mm -hmm. So Instagram gave me that like quick hit of being like, I would just create a little image, write a post, not edit it, put it out there. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean by something that just feels like kind of safe, kind of fun. Um, something that I don't know why I said fun like that, because I think I'm thinking TikTok because I know you like TikTok. Maybe. I only like TikTok right now because I have nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> but I know you follow psychics and intuitives on TikTok, right? Like, like they do that. They post what what kinds of things do you like about what they post? Like, do they do videos like that are funny, or do they do videos where they share no informative, right? Like they're informative, and some that like I actually deleted one yesterday. What just happened? Sorry. Um, I deleted one yesterday because I found she was too overly confident for me. And I don't think anyone should be that confident about things to the point where it seems insincere, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yes. But what I, what, what I like about it is the sincerity. And I think that's why there's a lot of things about TikTok that I do like is like, it's, it's people as opposed to Facebook was always everybody's opinions, right? And I don't care about your opinions, really. Like, they're your opinions. Like, what does it matter? Or it's just, you know, people sharing vague statements about themselves. Whereas, like, Instagram I really like because I love seeing pictures. I love seeing, you know, people's videos and pictures of things. And then TikTok was the... TikTok is very problematic for the most part. But if you find what you like it can be yeah sharing ideas or um sharing experiences or and a lot of times in a creative way like you said like there's different ways of sharing your experiences this one lady who is um she is psychic and she works at a um a museum mm -hmm. and she talks to this ghost so her, instead of her just talking about her and him talking, she shows as if she is him speaking and then she'll go to her speaking, you know, and she does it in a creative way where it's like, it's not just her sitting here going, and then the ghost said this, and then the ghost said that, right? It's, it's, it's showing it in a more, um, it's a different outlet. And then it's, it's just, 
that's why I find TikTok a little bit better, only in certain parts of it. Because like I said, I think 80 to 90 or 95% of it is problematic, right? I like the more creative TikToks and the people who have more informative things to say or, you know, sharing their life. I, I love, um, there was an Inuit gentleman, I follow him and he's not exciting at all, but he's showing his life in the Arctic and it's like amazing and interesting and, you know, that's it. Sorry, I just went on another tangent. That's okay. Well, so, so I'll leave you with that question. You don't have to have the answer right now, but start to think about like, how can I personally share my gifts and energy with other people? Because that's the point. That's the point. We don't all, we're not all completely defined. We don't have access to all the energy within us. So we like to look at other people to provide those energies that we feel we can use at different times for different things, right? So you yeah. have a gift of, you have all, like you have lots of gifts, but how, how can you share this gift with others so that they, they can um, benefit? Mm -hmm. And so, cause that's part of the whole thing is like, part of it too is to help heal. And we're going through like a profound collective healing right now. Mm -hmm. And we're all being kind of pushed to get out of our comfort zones and, and learn these gifts and realize that we have things to share and finding it's finding that's part of the experiment of life is finding what works for us. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, just keep asking yourself, like, what would work for me? What would be a good way that I can share that, you know, might be fun or start small and then see how, how it grows. Mm -hmm. Um, so the splenic center is the one on the far left. So mm -hmm. for me in my chart, my splenic center is completely open. So for you, you have the, the opposite where your like heart and solar plexus are completely open. My completely open is the splenic center. And the splenic center is the center of fear, intuition, intuitive knowing, that kind of thing. And so for me, like that always came and went. So that was an area in my life where it was very inconsistent. So I didn't have access to internally. I don't have access to overcome fears on my own. I rely on other people to help me get past certain fears. And I've had to learn, like I've had to take, I've hired coaches to help me learn how to be more intuitive because it wasn't something that originally just came naturally to me. Um, for you, the one that jumped out at me is gate 48. Gate 48 is depth and is the, is a, called depth, but it's also the fear of inadequacy, inadequacy. So you have this ability to go deep. You really like deep conversations. You like to get to the heart of the matter, but without gate 16. So you don't have the, the full circuit to gate 16 you might find it difficult relaying your enthusiasm about this, like about your abilities. And like we were just saying about the gifts and abilities, you might find it difficult to find, be enthusiastic enough to share because enthusiasm is part of the throat center. Mm -hmm. Share that with other people. So I have gate 16. 
<laughs> so one of my gifts is that I get super enthusiastic about things, yeah. but I don't, unlike you that has access to gate 48, I, I don't have access to overcoming the fear of, um, how did I write it? How do I say it? Of like really getting deep into it. So I've often noticed this about myself. I'll get really excited about something. And then as soon as it like goes too deep, I like come out of it. And then I get really excited about something. And then I like, <laughs> so I was like, cause I don't have access to that, to that gate that energy of being able to overcome that fear of inadequacy. So if I get excited about something and then I start to doubt myself, go ahead. Question. So yeah. you say you don't have access to that gate. But can you have maybe in 15 years you do this and it's changed and you do have access to that part or so no this, this is, is interesting it. yeah no your blueprint is your energetic blueprint mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean you're screwed because you don't have access to it it just means that there are going it's going to be inconsistent so me spending time with you is going to like we're going to feed off each other's energy right and you know this about certain people you feed off their energy and then certain people who are unable to share their energy with you might feel like energy suckers because they're sucking your energy and you're not getting anything in return so you really want to find people who and that's why we need to as a society be more open to being ourselves and our authentic selves because when we shut that down we cut off the energy flow and then it affects our relationships with people around us mm -hmm. so you know that you're attracted to certain people because they're giving you energy you're giving them a, like we're feeding off of it but if you're spending a lot of time like like you were saying before there are certain people who are going to suck your energy out of you mm -hmm. because they're not in flow they're not in flow with their own energy they've got walls up they've you know they went through fear trauma or whatever and they put walls up and then their energy doesn't have the same flow that um and and this can happen not just like as a whole there are some people who are very shut down but some people it's like half and half like they might be totally open with their emotions but they have their heart shut down and they're not able to share love in the same way right and then or certain people who are who have closed off um their throat like like this was this is an one that i find it consistent is in my throat they're not actually sharing things that need to be said and so that can stagnate the the relationship if we were all just walking around free flowing we would be able to naturally attract the people that would most help us so certain people are going to be beneficial for certain projects so this is what we see sometimes in the work world is you're you might have a project to work on and you know that jim is going to be the best person to work with just intuitively we pick up on that right yeah so spending time so no like not everybody is aware of their human design and what energies so we do do this intuitively but as you start to realize like and you, most people kind of do this with their friends, right? There are certain friends, you know, that you're going to be able to do certain things with. And it's because yeah. you feed off each other's energy and kind of collaborate and co-create that yeah. experience together. Yeah. So that's one way. Another way, if you really know there are areas where you're, you're, that energy is really inconsistent and you don't want to have to rely on people, you can rely on uh, like crystals, because crystals naturally, like they have certain energies that, that they come with. And so wearing crystals or having crystals near you, crystals naturally give that energy. 
and expect nothing. Well, they expect you to like take care of them and keep them clean and charge them and stuff. But it's just that the energy just consistently comes out of them. Certain foods. So certain chakras have colors associated with them. So the root chakra, for example, is red. So eating red foods is going to help you naturally generate that root chakra energy. Well, I eat a lot of tomato sauce. Yeah, you need a lot of bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tomato sauce. A lot of tomatoes. Um, what else is red? Red pepper would be good. Uh, cherries, raspberries, strawberries, like all the red. Vegetables. Cherries are my life. I don't know if you know this. This is actually a known fact about me that cherries are, are my life. <laughs> now it's like, it's not really, they're kind of not in season anymore. So I'm sad. Oh, I just bought some the other day. Yeah, they're kind of at the end of the season. True. Yeah, cherries are a good one for that. Cherries to me, like, have the combination of the red and the, the pink. Like they're like, cause they're kind of pinky red, you know, so. I made a cherry sauce. We went cherry picking last week and then they were all kind of like just ripe and there was no way I was gonna eat it all. So I made a cherry sauce. It's a very deep, deep burgundy color. <laughs> okay. The last one, so one more and then we can we will be done is the root so we we're just talking about the root the red so the root is the very bottom one and i noticed circuit 360 which is kind of funny now 360. so your 360 is the innovation transformation circuit so you can actually feel change before it happens and intuitively know what resources will be of use to make it like flow to make change more because uh, change for a lot of people can be very disruptive right some people find it really uh, unnerving and they don't that it's that feeling of being uprooted that comes from the root chakra when you like you move houses or move jobs you know you're you feel secure where you are and then like things shift so you actually can intuitively feel those changes especially in your own life before they happen but the good example is right before the pandemic, you sense that change and you knew people, certain people need to take their vitamin D. So mm -hmm. you know what, what resources people need in order to make that change more in flow. Mm -hmm. um, you can bring this, this is a really cool skill to have, bring this into all areas of your life. If you feel like there are certain areas where you may have struggled with change, it's fear. Mm -hmm. Fear is likely what is holding you back from making that forward movement and moving forward in the areas of your life that you most have wanted it. Um, when that happens, because your splenic center, like it's defined, but there are still a lot of undefined uh, numbers in there, right? So there are still fears that you might, you're able to overcome certain fears naturally. And there are other fears that might still be kind of sticky. So when those fears come up, acknowledge them, pay attention to how they feel in your body and then ask for help. And I, I, this could mean like, if you know a certain person that you can ask for help because maybe they do have access to that energy, but even just asking, like praying for help, asking for support, asking to be shown, 
how and who you can talk to to then work through that fear to then yeah. be able to overcome it and then and like navigate through it if that makes sense because mm-hmm. fear for a lot of people most people I'd say it's very stagnating because mm-hmm. instead of make because there are certain decisions we need to make to move forward and fear is naturally because fear is part of the brain that's meant to keep you safe right and so we, if we're listening to fears because we think we'll be safer if we listen to our fear because that's our fear's job. Like that's our, our, our ego's job. Our ego's job is to keep us safe. So it's like, don't be afraid of that. You know, you should be scared of that. So then we think, okay, I won't make that decision. But sometimes we need to go through those fears in order to learn an, a, an important lesson, which will take us to that next step, which will help us to get to that next step to then where we wanna be going. Mm-hmm. so that's what I had do you have any questions or anything you any anything specifically you want to do no. no I don't know but like okay so pertaining to work pertaining to work how, like how does that pertain to work so using my gifts, go ahead. Your gifts. Y- yes. As you listen to your intuition and take those small steps, that's going to create the momentum. What you're really asking for is a job or career that's going to make you happy. Yeah. You've had, you've had all kinds of different jobs and careers in the past, and you've learned over time what you like and what you don't like, and you yeah. know intuitively what you want to do. Yeah. It's just, there are still certain fears that are stopping you or keeping you from actually believing that the things you want to do are actually meant for you. Yeah, the careers and the jobs that you want that that desire in your heart is actually meant for you. They're, the things that you want out of a career, the amount of money you want to make, the, the impact you want to have, the people you want to help, that is part of your purpose, like mm-hmm. your literal design. It's just moving through that fear, like like facing that fear like mm-hmm. knowing when those fears come up and then paying attention to them because I'm not saying this about you but, but a lot of people in general when fears come up they just want to avoid or ignore or you know get away from that feeling because fear can show yeah. up in different ways in your body and can be uncomfortable and so we're like oh I, I can't do that and like I'll just ignore it you know but really facing those fears like turning towards them and, and having the courage to see the lion again really maybe that's why lines keep coming up for you this is about courage like really getting that energy of the courage to face the fears and and question them really question Mm -hmm. them because a lot of times fear is just a conditioning that we've learned from other people Mm -hmm. so you might notice that some of your fears are coming from someone from your past or someone who said something negative to you or someone who put you down or someone who told you that your gifts weren't 
weren't valuable. And so that fear, it's traumatizing, right? And trauma keeps, keeps us in like a headlock because it, we're trying to move forward and fear is trying to hold us back. And there's just so facing that fear and really getting a lot, like not allowing it to keep you stuck, but hearing it out, working with it, learning the lesson of it. A lot of times the lesson is just that it's not true. <laughs> it's not like we have to learn those because they're going to come up again. And the more they come up, the stronger we get at becoming more of who we are. Because mm -hmm. that is, I think, almost the purpose of almost everybody on the planet is learning more about who they are so that they can be more of who they are in the world because they came here to be who they, who they are. But so many of us get taught at some point and take it to heart that we're not supposed to be who, who we are. We take that to heart. We're like, oh, I got in trouble or someone told me this terrible thing. And so that must be true. You know, it's just conditioning. And it, it's like, that's what's interesting about human design is that's probably an area where we had inconsistent access to energy. So for you, your solar plexus, the solar plexus and the heart are about your value, your value and your courage and your, your uh, confidence, courage, value, how you, how your gifts are meant to help the world because you had inconsistent access. You may have had programming conditioning from certain people to tell you, you know, that may have told you that you're not valuable or that you, you can't do it, but you've had to learn that you can, and there's a reason for you to do it. And you mm -hmm. do have value. Okay. <laughs> So go to work and get a better position <laughs> and believe I that like, you can because you can't like what yeah see i like what i'm doing i like what i'm doing i like working in the entertainment industry because people are there to enjoy themselves not be assholes right whereas the retail industry it was just full of awful human beings because you would they would come in no matter how they feel right um but I like being in the entertainment industry and I like, like, for example, I was not even entertainment, but I, I was delivering pastries there for a while on Sunday mornings. And I really, really enjoyed it because people, it made people happy. Right. And there was like, people weren't assholes and they weren't complaining. And, you know, you didn't, you didn't bring it by 10 AM. Like they didn't do that at all. So that's why I like what I do. People are there to go to like a show, a concert, a, a hockey game, whatever. A basket. We have basketball right now. Well, they do. I'm not there. Um, you know, and, and you're you're not going there to be in a, you know not enjoy your time. You're going there because you enjoy it. And 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 that's why I like what I do. And the only thing that's holding me back are the people involved. And me and you have talked about that quite extensively. Um, I've been told that I can't move further by one person. And the more me and that person are getting along a lot better now. And I think she's realizing that she was an awful person, right? Um, and yeah, she's got her own problems and her own struggles. And I think the problem and struggle was she has a hard time and she's not capable of doing the position that she's in. So she took it out on me because I am, you know what I mean? The rules probably should have been switched. 
So instead of like her supporting me to move up, she's not supporting me and she's holding me down to try and make herself feel better in her position, right? Mm -hmm. So that kind of, and it's just getting the confidence to know that just because someone says something doesn't make it true, right? Especially at work, because people are very cutthroat when it comes to them making money and, you know, so that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And so this has been a, probably a really good learning to see that just because one person says something doesn't make it true, right? Doesn't yeah. make, that's what we have to learn for ourselves is who are we going to listen to? Yeah. Well, outside of us or our own internal knowing, especially now that you know that you are very intuitive, you have, a, you're, you're already very in, intuitive. And so knowing that hope maybe will help you to listen to it more often. We all fall off the wagon, and, you know, there are still times when we look to other people, probably because we need their energy for some reason, you probably still gain something from her and learn something. Um, but they don't have to take up all of our, all of our, uh, they don't get to determine our value is what I'm Yeah, saying. yeah, exactly. And I have to keep learning that. And it's hard when I become in new situations, it seems to happen until I figure it out. I have to sit on it and figure it out. And mm. sometimes, sometimes it takes a year, you know, sometimes it takes a two years. But until I figure it out, I get really frustrated mm -hmm. because I haven't figured it out yet. There's always something and you're watching going, okay, there's, this isn't all that it's cracked up to be. Like she's treating me this way for a reason and I haven't done anything. So, you know, eventually you'll figure out this reason. Mm -hmm. Which I think would also make you a really good like spiritual guide, you know, because people will, people go to psychics and because they have a problem and you have, we were talking about it at the beginning, you have like this problem solving. It's, it's meant for other people. You're meant to help yeah. other people with this to solve these problems and you can really help them in that way. Yeah. Yeah. It would be something I'd have to work on. <laughs> Just something to think about. I've never felt confident enough, I guess, in that area. I've always been told always by, you know, you go to like see a psychic, every single one of them is always like, why aren't you doing this? And I'll be like, oh, I don't know. Like, practice. it just what? takes practice. It takes practice. And like, you need someone to kind of guide you into, okay, this is what you do. It's just like going into a job, you know, you want to be shown first before you dive into it because then you don't look like an idiot. I don't know. So this is a good thing to just put out into the universe of like, who would be the best guide for you in this area? If it is an area that you're meant to go into, if it's meant for you, who would be your next best guide to help you to take the next steps? Like for me, I'm not the person that would want to go to like psychic fairs and have a booth or, you know. That's okay nothing like that but I would rather yeah if it's going to help people and and make them happier there are different ways of doing it not every 
psychic goes to psychic fairs. Some of them do. They enjoy that, you know, and that's okay. And maybe you don't feel comfortable doing that now, right? Maybe you just need to practice. And eventually one day you'll be like, why didn't I do this before? <laughs> yeah. And there's certain things like that incorporate. They're like, okay, you know, praying or whatever. That's not me. I can't. That's, I guess so much of it that I've seen has been, has held a very religious um, aspect to it. And I am not a religious person. So I feel like that doesn't work with each other. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like I don't believe in the universe and things beyond. Um, I just don't subscribe to a already pre-planned religion. You know, just like even politics, I don't prescribe to a specific political group because I think they all have their own agendas, right? And it's, it has nothing to do with people in progression. I think there should be a whole new political group made up, you know what I mean, that, that people would actually subscribe to because I think all of it is very misogynistic, you know, And that's, that's where I think I, I have a problem. I have a problem with subscribing to certain practices that, you know, I've seen people subscribe to that, you know, are psychic or whatever. Maybe they're religious, you know, and that, that helps them. I guess I struggle in that area. Does that make sense? No. No. you're honest with me so i'm gonna be honest with you i just hear i just hear uh i think what i'm hearing is that um you don't want to be put in a box or like you don't want to be seen as as like in a certain way that you think other psychics look you know you might have seen them as spiritual or seen them as too uh, a woo -woo, like, or woo -woo, yeah whatever you want to it's like the prejudgments about what they're they're about but the problem with that thinking is that no matter what you do people are gonna judge like people judge they just do so you have the yeah. of holding back in fear of judgment which or no, I'm not I'm not scared of judgment because I, I know people are going to judge. If you turn right, they're going to say you should have turned left. Exactly. Like, There's always someone that's going to happen. Gonna differ. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it, I don't it, know. You're still figuring out what you, what is authentic to you. Like what, and don't think of it as how you're going to be seen by others. Think of it how you want to see yourself. Like, I, I guess I would want to reinvent it to be more like me. Yeah, do it. That's, and like, that's the best. Reinvent it. It would be like the yeah. anti-psychic psychic. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, that just could be, your be like, cool. Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear the bullshit I have to tell you? <laughs> or you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I like it. Like outside of what I see and I see a community and that's great. And I've always wanted to be part of a community of which I don't feel like I am. Right. 
um, especially, you know, in the white culture, we don't have a sense of community like a lot of other cultures do. And it kind of sucks. You know, we're very individualized and for the individual as opposed to like, and some people are family units or whatever, but it's still my family. That's still for the individual, my family, as opposed to complete community. And, and there is a great community and they're friends. And I'm sure there's a lot of problems within too, right? You know what we should do? <laughs> Me and you one time, like when the borders open up and everything, you feel comfortable. We should go to Lilydale. Okay. Have you ever heard of Lilydale? No. It's a whole community of psychics in New York, just over the border. Okay. Yeah. I think it's from here, it's only like, I think it's a couple of hours, not e like it's just over the border. Well, not far. I don't know. I'd have to look, but it's a huge, it's a whole community. And it's like, you know, and I talked to the one lady that I talked to, her name's Beth. And, you know, I love her. And she's always like, she's very like, okay, I'm going to tell you as it is, instead of like telling you what you want to hear. I'm like, yep, that's what I want to hear, you know? And, and, that's why I like her. She's just very no bullshitty kind of, she's just gonna tell me what it is. And she'll tell me what it is like beyond the judgments, right? And she makes me feel um, less judged because she'll tell me like, that's not a problem. Like just because society says this is supposed to be this way, it's still like, that's a society rule, not a, not a human, you know what I mean? Not like, yes, no, yeah. I agree with her. I agree with her. And that's why like what you're saying is that's the point of your, you want to create like your own way about it. That's the point. Yeah. Like, and that's like, you have that leadership quality. Like one of your skills is leadership. That's part of your design is to, to lead other people. So yeah. there are certain people who are followers who see a psychic and they like the way that they do their thing and they're like I'm gonna do it that way but you have been to a bunch now which is cool because you've seen what you do like and what you don't like so now take everything you do like and create something new out of it yeah I like when people just tell me stuff like like and I've told you before remember you were reading out of the book and I'm like yeah I'm not getting anything from that because it was like and the turtle and the hair and blah 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 and I'm like yeah, this isn't working for me because those yeah. kind of stories are just too open for interpretation and I don't get the interpretation. Like, you know, you want it to be more personalized and more specifically about me or specifically, you know, when you're talking to a psychic, sometimes they relay it back to them or, you know, it's like having a, a the reason why I've always consistently gone to a psychic is not to find out my future, really. It's not, even though that's a, you know, a part of it. It's to find out more about me because I always had a sense because of how I grew up. And you know, basically how I grew up. I was, I was kept down and I was the ghost of the family. Like, you know, you just deal with you little girl. Like, and I was left to my own devices. I raised myself, right? So, I've had a lot of, um, 
and I was very judged and I, well, I still am sometimes, you know, by my family, I'm still judged. So, um, the thing I liked about her was I just felt like she liked me for me and like, you know, she, she brought me in and, and made me feel less judged and made me feel like everything is valid. And it was more of like, I always said it, like going to a, a therapist without having to go to a therapist. And I, I don't know, you know, I'm not big on caring about therapy either because I don't always feel like it's the best for people because it can be very one-sided, very judgmental, you know, in its own right. I think it depends on the person. Um, so it just, it made me feel like, you know, she was teaching me more about me than I knew. And that's how I learned more about myself, if that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. 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 So how can you take all that and help other people with it? We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't see me ever doing that full time, though. Like, that would not be my life's Doesn't have to be. Cool. I enjoy being out there too much among, you know, the crowd like I can relate to like so in my first weekend working where I work now and this is how I knew I was in the right place and where I was kind of should be but not like and I'm not saying that the other stuff isn't going to happen but we had BTS play do you know BTS yes sorry if you have to go you can tell me you have to go uh I have a couple more minutes but yeah then I have to get back so yeah so BTS um, and it was three days. It was it's a K-pop band, right? And it's we had them for three days. And the moment I walked in, they have all these like light sticks that kids would sell. Oh my god, they sell millions of merch. It's crazy. But they 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 wave it during the the concert, right? And me just well, I have a video on my Instagram of it. It's really cool. Um, I can tag you in it just so you have you can see what I was talking about. And I walked onto that floor and all the lights were going and they were singing along. Like, like even now I've got goosebumps, you know, like I get goosebumps because it was just like so much like you want good energy and you want somewhere to like get good energy from being in a spot and just not even having to do anything to attract that energy. Stand there while thousands like 12,000 people are singing along to a band and you know waving these lights like it's just that's what makes me know that that's I'm not saying that's a hundred percent of what I'm going to be doing but that part is something that keeps me going or even at a hockey game like people getting excited or we had like um I can't remember like 10,000 kids one day for a hockey game and I have a video somewhere too of them just like losing their shit. And it was like really exciting, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's what like fuels me, that kind of stuff. So if yeah. it was something, if I was to do readings, it would be something more, you know, side giggy, maybe something you do full time for your retirement, but yeah. Well, start now. <laughs> <laughs> I know 
retirement's not too far, Benny. I'll be working till the day. Like when I die, they'll be like, oh, Penny, Penny died. We need to call someone in. <laughs> He's 95 and still working for you know. I believe it. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, this is fun. I'm going to stop the recording. Okay. I, uh, Thank you for listening. If you'd like to learn more about today's guests, you can find their links and contact information in the show notes below. You can also find me, Haley K, on Instagram at Haley K Coaching, or grab your copy of the Spiritual Printer Planner and sign up for my email list, where you'll be kept in the know on upcoming episodes, exciting events, and bonus resources to help you grow your spiritual business. Did you love this episode? Please be sure to like, subscribe, and write a review so we can spread this information to more spiritual printers like you. See you next time!